Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Nunya Business. That's right, we have a special crossover podcast for this cozy chat about the BTS Winter Concert in Chicago. This is K-Drama Jen, and I'm joined today by Ciel Kita from Dramas with a Side of Kimchi and Megan from Nunya Business. Welcome, <laughs> Megan. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. Same. Uh, we've been chatting a little bit here and there for the last, I don't know, six months or so? Yeah, a long time. You've been like my unemployment guru. That's right. Yes. I do like dream coaching on the side, apparently. So it's been very helpful. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> I needed connection badly. So <laughs> thank you. I want to know why I don't have somebody like doing some dream therapy or something with me. I'm jealous. It's wonderful. Well, I kind of do, Layla. I mean, Sialakita. Yeah, I kind of do. I mean, it's all the same kinds of things. Like we we talk we talk about your future and all of your plans and all of that. Well, that's just because you're trying to get me to move over where you live. <laughs> I didn't say I had. I didn't have an ulterior motive. <laughs> so. All right, so today um, we are going to be talking BTS because Seal Kita and I attended the BTS concert in Chicago, and Megan and her significant other Jeff also attended. And yes. in case most of our listeners know this, but I've mentioned Nunya Business a number of times, especially their Boys Over Flowers episode where I laughed and <laughs> laughed and laughed. So, um, so we'll give her a chance to kind of plug their podcast at the end. Um, and if I forget, please remind me. Okay. All right. Take it away, Seal Kita. Okay. So let's talk about our expectations going into this concert. This was my second concert. So I'd seen them in Chicago when they played at, um, oh, where the Bulls play. I can't remember what it's called. It was indoor. And I feel like I went into that just really overwhelmed by love and excitement. And so I had no memory of it. <laughs> so I tried to go into this concert feeling like I wanted to be very present for it. So I was really trying to temper my expectations and just be there in the moment. I don't know how well I did <laughs> with that, but I definitely went in trying to just not, I, I tried not to have any expectations going in. I don't know if that makes sense. That makes sense. I think um, my hands and brain were so frozen that I'm not sure I really remember. But um, yeah, how about you, Sialkita? My expectations whenever we went to Chicago were completely different from last September when I went with the rest of the Dramas with the Side of Kimchi fangirls. Um, the biggest difference was I took my daughter to this concert and we went to Chicago. It was my daughter's first concert to see BTS and oh. even more fun, and my biggest hope was that she would hit it off with K-Drama Jen's daughter. And they became fast friends, immediate besties, and my daughter has, that like completely changed my daughter's experience for the concert. Because when you go with friends and you have that, that connection... It makes it so much more special. So my first concert was with my friends and it was all about me and the fangirls. And this concert was wanting my daughter to get caught up into the BTS extravaganza. And she made a friend for life. And that, you know, it, it was going as a normal, well, maybe not so normal person to the first one. And then as a mom on the second one. Like a like a marmy, yes. mom army. Yes. <laughs> is there a name for that? Like, is it marmy? I think it could be. I like that. Uh, Say, I mean, so this is my, this was my, this was my fourth BTS concert. I know. <sighs> so jealous. <laughs> so, um, so the first one was like, I just sort of drove my minivan to New York City and stayed with somebody I met on the internet and um, a good girl that I met on the internet and just kind of immersed myself for the first time in the whole BTS craziness. And um, that was when I totally gained an appreciation for Suga 
that I didn't have before. <laughs> but to see him on stage, I was like, wow, he's amazing. Um, so that was like, that was my first experience. Then, um, yeah, then we did the the fangirl trip, which um, I don't know if you all remember, but Layla, um, I wasn't actually at that concert that you were at because I didn't get tickets to that one. I had to work. So Okay, kindergartner, we walked you. You didn't go anywhere by yourself. We walked you there like good parents and dropped you off and you made new friends. Don't act like we just shoved you in the door and walked away. (laughs) That's true. I had a great time and it felt like you were all with me because I did make friends. Um, So that was that was fun, actually. But the whole experience that time was all about us. Like that wasn't there were no kids involved. And then I did do the one in um, City Field and that one, my whole family went. So, well, both two of my kids and my husband. And so, um, so that was its own experience. And then this time it was like a girl's trip. So, um, so going in, my expectations were, um, I actually didn't know what to expect. I'd, I tried really hard not to have any spoilers. Um, I had heard just a couple of rumors about what might happen and we were just ready to go. So those were my expectations. I, Jeff did the same thing where he didn't want any spoilers whatsoever about the concert. Jeff is my boyfriend who I attended the show with. And um, so he was staying away from Twitter because he didn't want to know. And I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> I was like refreshing my Twitter feed after all the LA shows, just waiting to see what was going to happen because I can't wait. I have no chill <laughs> at all. <laughs> I needed to know. So I really respect you for avoiding spoilers. Oh, I was mean. I, I wasn't mean about it, but I was like, no spoilers. Just stop right now. None. Yeah. I had to stop myself from sending Jeff videos and stuff on Instagram and Twitter. I'd, I'd have to take that extra second to think about it because he would have been so annoyed with me <laughs> if I had ruined it for him. So the Jungkook flying thing, somebody did tell me that ahead of time. And I was like, no, don't tell me. <laughs> but it was quite, it was not what I was expecting in like what actually happened. So yeah, that was hard to envision hearing about it before seeing it, I think. So it was still a surprise, even though I knew it was coming. And some of us actually got to see it up close and some of us didn't. So we'll talk about that next. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what about the weather? Were you prepared for the this to be a winter concert? Uh, apparently I was because I packed clothes <laughs> and so did my child. <laughs> And I just want you all to know, if we ever run into this situation again, I am basically MacGyver. And (laughs) I had a bath towel from the hotel as a scarf. I was told. Oh, that's smart. Let me tell you, we, I had a, I took one of the wash rags and put it in my pocket in case the seat was wet. And Mm -hmm. I had a bath towel around my neck. And I had brought a really big old man sweater that was wool, so it was super warm, and my jacket, which it's a really good thing that I brought two warm <laughs> things. Um, but I had made my daughter pack some warm clothes just in case because I had watched the weather. And yeah. um, even though it was 90 degrees at home, practically, I was like, oh, I probably ought to pack more clothes than that. Um, and I was glad I did. There are two different kinds of people in this world. There are Layla's and there are Jen's. <laughs> and Jen needs Layla. <laughs> and Layla not only packed a jacket for herself, but she had an extra, thank goodness. Um, I had to borrow some socks from her. Um, oh, no. So sorry about, you know, that I stole your VBTS socks. Uh, I can send those to you if you want, Layla. I will get them back from you when I see you again. <laughs> And I will say, of course, the ponchos were sold out. So I did go, I actually ran, uh, literally ran to the store and bought the very last bag of box of garbage bags. So we were prepared. um, Once I got there, I was prepared. And I have to say, and we have pictures. I think we would have rocked the garbage bags personally, but we were the (laughs) hottest moms in garbage bag couture that you ever saw our daughters wouldn't even look at us (laughs) in fact it was more like no i am not going with you if you look like that oh my gosh you guys probably could have made a killing the second night when it was raining it rained more the second night yeah and 
and everywhere was sold out of garbage bags because we bought them so you could have probably sold them yeah you could have sold them for like a hundred bucks a piece i I even had that thought i was thinking that's why we brought the whole box with us because i was thinking Mm -hmm. "Mm, maybe if it rains other well actually i was trying to be altruistic and thinking like if it rains i can share them with others but hadn't thought about the entrepreneurial angle so that was a that's a great idea so i had a big wash rag in one pocket and then i had garbage bags in the other pocket so that if it rained because even though the girls were saying that they would not ever don't look at them don't talk to them don't even mention it wear a garbage bag i'm like you wait (laughs) if it starts raining you're gonna be like mom you're yeah all right but my that garbage bag is gonna look real good they look beautiful my daughter refused to actually wear a coat because she looked so cute in her little outfit that she had spent days trying to pull together. So, oh, yeah, yeah, that you know you have to suffer for fashion apparently. Until you she do. sat down, and after a little bit, she's like, "Um, can I have that now?" <laughs> yeah, so. this is the worst. <laughs> yeah, uh, and how about? I I remember looking at the forecast and because it was so cold this winter in Chicago, which again, on behalf of Chicago, I want to apologize to anyone who went to the concert that's not from Chicago. It was terrible. It was a horrible weekend for a concert. But we had something like negative 50 degree weather during the winter in January and February with the wind chill. So to me, I looked at the forecast and thought, I don't know, 47 degrees doesn't sound that cold. Yeah, I thought I would be fine. So I was at my house and still didn't wear enough to this concert. So I was very cold and wet. And luckily, Jeff is smarter than me and brought towels. So we had towels to sit on. But uh, I I wasn't prepared and I should have been. I have no excuse. So Jeff is a Layla. and <laughs> Jeff is a Layla and I am a Jen. Yes. So Jeff is always prepared and I am... Always horribly underprepared. I knew I liked you for a reason. (laughs) Well, you at least had garbage bags. I was just being miserable and whining the whole time. Well, we didn't know what we were going to do because it was raining and the, you know, we didn't have any kind of raincoats. Jen had brought Mm -hmm. this like t-shirt weight coat with her. It wasn't even worth calling a coat. You couldn't even even call it a sweater. That's a fashionable jacket. She, okay, you, know. you and your daughter are just alike. And I, I was like, you cannot wear that as a coat. She's like, well, I'll just be okay. And she had a t-shirt on underneath it. I'm like, no, no, he will not. Oh, so cold. <laughs> and so, um, and I'm. she put my coat on over that. And luckily you had gloves in the pocket. I did. I had gloves because I am MacGyver. Or a mm-hmm. Girl Scout, Boy Scout, whatever. I'm always prepared. Well, the I feel like I always forget, too, that once you get closer to Lake Michigan, things drop like 40 degrees. It's ridiculous how much colder it is to be close to the lake. And Soldier Field is really close to the lake. Oh. So we had all that wind coming off the lake, too. So even if it said it was 47 degrees, it probably felt like 40 degrees that whole time we were there. With the sun I was out. Say it felt like definitely 40 degrees or 30 or 20. It was yeah. It was so cold. <laughs> My feet were numb by the end of the show. <laughs> Same. So let's talk about the view. How were the seats? Yeah, Megan. How were your seats? Yeah, this is, okay, this has never happened to me before at a show, but we, wa- Jeff got really good seats which in the whole ticket buying process, I couldn't even get seats in my cart. I, it was terrible again. And Jeff just wandered online and got two really good seats. So we went to sit down and there was this giant tent <laughs> between where we were sitting in the stage. So it blocked a huge portion of the stage. And I'm Midwestern. So I was like, oh, it's fine. We won't say anything about it. We won't complain. But finally I walked up to one of the ushers and I asked if, there was anything they could do because it definitely was an obstructed view and he told me to go find somebody else and that took 25 minutes but I finally found them and they resat us right next to the stage on the side so it was good and bad it was bad because we couldn't see you know like the actual stage that's set a little bit farther back mm-hmm. um, where Jimin's bubble is and that stuff we couldn't see that at all but <laughs> 
they would come on those sort of like thrusts that go to the side <laughs> and it was like they were like 25 feet away from us wow which was horrifying <laughs> for me You're like stop looking at me I was like no this is too close I wasn't prepared for this <laughs> but it, it was it was great because um for that aspect we could see them really up close a small portion of the time and then the rest of the time they were really far away but comes with goods and good and bad you could see their thrusts up close oh it was it was way too much for me it wouldn't have been for me <laughs> i would have been like i am here i'm here it yep. can officially begin yeah. i'm here yeah so so i'm jealous because we had good seats ish we paid, I want, just just to be clear, we paid the same amount that Jeff paid because yeah. we compared where we were seated. They were really similar. You guys were slightly farther t- to the left or something than I was. No, to the right, right. than I was, to the, towards the center. Our seats would have been really, really, really good if they had not had one of the light towers. Right in front. Right in front. No. So we put the girls on the end. So they were not obstructed. And then we sat to where we, you know, it wasn't as bad once it got dark. I'll lie and say it wasn't as bad once it got dark. But oh, going no. forward, I, I will do what y'all did. And I will go find somebody because they didn't, we didn't realize it until no one was sitting in the seat. Right. <laughs> we were thinking, oh, maybe, maybe oh. all people complained and got moved because it's just us. Well, when we looked back over to the section where we were supposed to be sitting, it was the same. It was empty. So I, part of me thinks they didn't even sell some of the seats in that section, knowing that they were going to be obstructed. I mean, it would it would have been miserable. I'm so sorry, you guys, that you had to sit and look through that thing. So the only positive I would say is that directly behind us was TXT. Directly directly oh and yeah that they were like little ants on the horizon for us we could I, it took me forever to figure out what was going I on i think everybody thought it was bts at first because they like everybody oh. in the in the stadium turned around and they were all cheering and um and it wasn't actually until we looked up and i was like wait a minute no that's not bts but <laughs> there's only five of them <laughs> and they're like their hair color is all wrong and um yeah but that was kind of fun that was really cool that they showed yeah. up. My kid got the biggest thrill out of that. She was like, is this a twofer? Did we just get a twofer, mom? It's a twofer? <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, seriously. <laughs> yeah. That is, that did feel like a very special coincidence that they were in the same, they were both in Chicago at the same time. That was cool. That was fun. Yeah. So, so I was, you know, so that sort of made up for the fact that we could see as well, but um, but you know, we could, we could still see, we could certainly still hear. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, again, if it were to happen, I would be like, excuse me, but, um, I paid the same amount as those people over there that get the good view of Jungkook flying through. So, um, yeah. All right. So let's talk about the concert, the actual concert. What happened? What about, let's start off with. The set list. Who has some favorite surprises? What caught your eye? I, the more I see, okay, I need pronunciation help. Is it Di- Dionysus? Dion- Dionys- Dionysus? Uh, Dionysus? Sure. It's whatever you, whatever, whatever that song you is called. To be. <laughs> I, when I first heard that song, I liked it. It wasn't my favorite on the new album, but I liked it. The more I see it performed, the more I love it because I feel like it's one of their songs that the performance is what makes it amazing. And I thought it was such a great opening. I agree a hundred percent. It blew me away. And I couldn't even see most of it because it was on the back part of the stage, but I was still just overcome with excitement when it started. And I think it's because they, you can tell that they love it. Like they're just, so mm-hmm. into it and it's like they're going back to kind of the music that they wanted to create in the beginning and it just felt old yes. school bts to me and it was fun yes it was so much fun and the choreography is so good it's so athletic it's very intimidating and the choreographer is like 18 years old oh yeah i saw that it just blows my mind i i was th- so i'm the same as megan the first time i heard it it was not one 
that I put to the top. Um, but after seeing it live, it just has so much power when you watch them move while they sing. I mean, it's, yes. it, it changes the whole way you see it. It's, it's the storytelling through the music. Yes. Yeah. It feels very operatic. Yes. It's like watching a rock opera. It is. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. It might be in my top three favorite songs on Persona now that I've seen it with the whole production aspect. Yeah. It was really good. So that was like right away started off on the right foot for me. And then I don't remember anything that happened after that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a blur. I remember trying to think about like how, because the, the, I wasn't sure what the set list was because of course I was staying off Twitter and so I didn't know if they were going to be using, like, I thought it was really interesting that, that it wasn't just off their new album. It wasn't just um, songs from the last concert, but in, because this is my fourth concert, I've seen the majority of the songs that they performed. I've seen them be performed before with the exception of the new ones, um, but they okay. put a new twist on each one. And so I just enjoyed it over and over. It was just so much fun. And I knew them all. So it was fun to just, um, and my daughter knows all the songs and all of the dances. So we just kept looking over at her because she was going crazy. Um, and she's a huge Sugar fan. Um, so she was, <laughs> I can't even, I can't even, like, just, she was screaming so loud that I actually had to put in earplugs just because of that. <laughs> so, but it was great. But um, yeah, that was a great beginning. I loved the um just sort of the way they reimagined a lot of those songs so um yeah you know I can't even remember who was in the bubble you said that was Jin or Jimin 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 yeah for serendipity all right oh, you're yeah. fired Jen I cannot believe I you did not remember that you, it's you know over what? I was living in the moment I was just absorbing everything just feeling and, it yeah yeah I yeah, go ahead well I was just gonna say I agree with you I think that I didn't know how they were going to make that feel fresh necessarily since it was like, what, six months ago that they were touring with a similar set list, but it definitely felt like a completely different concert. And partially it was because how they restaged their solo songs. Yes. They all felt special. It was like they all felt like oh. Epiphany was amazing. Um, and uh, Singularity. Oh, Singularity. Yeah. I feel like that was a whole new experience for me, even though I've seen it before too. Because he just wow. went off. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I'm speechless. <laughs> I'm, I, I have no words to describe singular. I felt like I was having a personal moment with V. It felt very Like intimate. people should all be in the stadium watching that moment. Right. Well, they weren't because it was just us. <laughs> it was me and V. That was it. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh, yes, that was quite the, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that if we want to talk about the favorite for me would have had to be um, my daughter's favorite song is Dope. Oh, yes. And I'm, I've, I was sitting there and I was like, please let her enjoy this concert. Please let her enjoy this concert. Because she'd never been, she was, so she, we had to bring ear protection for her because she mm -hmm. has um, sensitive ears. And I'm like, oh, please. And the girls behind us were so excited and were, were just, I don't know that they could even breathe the next day from how much they were screaming. And it was really hard on my daughter. And then all of a sudden I look over and dope started and she pulled those earphones off and she's bouncing and singing and that was my moment oh that's wonderful so it was it was great she did the same thing with best of me too oh yeah did they do best of me in the tour in the fall um do you remember i i couldn't remember. remember i felt like it was the first time i'd seen best of me live i don't know but i could just be forgetting because i go into like a catatonic state when i'm at <laughs> concerts so. oh and uh, i just got corrected that she was also excited during fire oh yeah that's and that's so great so um she heard me talking and had to come and and set me straight 
um, <laughs> because you know we we can't let any of the fans not know what her favorite that is. That was fun. That's right. That's right. That's awesome. But all I know is I looked over and I saw her singing, and she was she wasn't Ooh. just singing the new music. Yeah, and that's whenever my heart melted, and I'm like, I have a little army on my hands. I think that um, you may have had your own epiphany when uh, Jin was singing his song to Siokita. I love him so much. (laughs) Uh, You know, whenever I first started watching the videos, R.E.M. stood out to me. And I went to the L.A. concert and I could not take my eyes off of Jin. And he started Mm -hmm. to sing Epiphany. And that is my number one favorite song. That's like my comfort song. And it's so it great. is. And yeah, that so that that was my personal magic moment was just getting to watch him sing. And he really does get better and better every time I hear he him. Does. He's he's it's just like a whole it's a whole new experience every time you hear it because I feel like he's feeling it in a different way every time he performs it. He has more confidence. He has really Absolutely. gained confidence. Yeah. Because in the past, yeah, he, he was more hesitant, kind of like he, he wasn't sure of himself, and now he's just building it. Yeah. That always is, especially because that's such a big moment where everybody in the crowd seems to sing along to the chorus, yes. too. It's such a transformative experience. I feel like that's half of the, the experience of going to a BTS concert, is feeling really connected oh. to the other 40,000 people 100% agree. <laughs> around you. Well, we're all yeah. besties now. Because I... Yeah, it, that's what if it's such a community experience. I don't know. It, it's so hard to describe. But I think that that during microcosmos that I felt that the most, obviously at the very end, where it just felt like me and 40,000 of my best friends yes. really having a good night. I that's, 100% agree. Yeah. And, and I loved the way that they had um, the stage set up for all that. Mm-hmm. That was that was awesome. Microcosmos is my favorite song off the new album. It's so beautiful. And I really um I don't know what it is about certain songs, but that's one that just grabbed me right off the bat. I feel like I don't know if it's where I am in my life right now or where the world is or what, but all their songs that are specifically about con- being connected to each other or about having someone to lean on. Does yes. that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those I feel like I really crave those songs, and I feel like they give us one at least one an album, and I need those in my life, and that's Microcosmos from Persona for sure. But that's also BTS. Their songs yeah. are relatable. You you listen to them, and you feel like you know them, and they know you. You can the emotion yes. is something that you can understand and be sympathetic or be angry with them, or, I mean, or just playful. It's, you feel that. It's so comforting. No. I, it's funny because when the show ended, I told Jeff, I've, I've been to tons of concerts in my life. I love going to concerts and live music. And I've never been to a concert where I felt like the band didn't want to leave as much as the crowd didn't want to yeah. leave. Where they're just, like, taking forever to say goodbye and lingering and it's like they want to be here as much as we do. And it was enough that I felt like it was noticeable that they they just didn't want to go. And it was very touching. It was a great feeling. It felt just like you said, like we were all together, all enjoying this one amazing time. And they were 100% part of it as well. Oh, yeah. So good. I love them so much. <laughs> so <laughs> so that we talked about the set list, but and a little bit about staging, but we didn't talk about all those details. So, um, what are your thoughts about some of the staging? Man, Diet Dionysus, or however you say it, <laughs> that one really—I mean, it just took my breath away. And I think all the solo songs were staged really well. Um, Trivia Love, both. So I've been to three concerts now. I went both nights to this tour and then I went to one night when they were in Chicago in October and it's always my favorite. And it's not even the staging is so simple. He's just walking around, but I get such a rush out of that song and the way he performs it, that that really stood out to me. It didn't really need anything because it's such a powerful song. And then the rest of the group like shows up on stage at the end of it. 
I I don't know why that one sticks out in my head as such a high point, uh, but but it does. Um, which one? Trivia Love, uh, RM Solo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I can see Yeah, that. he just sort of wanders around and everybody yeah. is feeling it. And I think for me, um, yeah. Sugar in his like hot pink jammies, that was quite... Oh, man. I love the hot pink That jammies. song's so good. Uh, I Seesaw is one of my favorites. I love favorites. watching him dance, too. Becca and I always talk about how Sugar is dance line and no one appreciates For it. real. He's one of the best dancers. He's so good. For real. Yeah. So, and who else can rock those jammies like that? Like, uh, No one. He is the Hugh Hefner of BTS. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> oh, poor Sugar. I'll never think of him the same way again. <laughs> Sorry. Should should we That's edit so that funny. out? Not at all. <laughs> what about um Anpan Man? The I Bouncy that- House. Oh yes. The Bouncy House the first night was actually an obstruction for me because I could not see what was going on on the thrust oh, when they right. were when they had the bouncy house up. But the second night I loved it because I could actually see what they were doing. And it's Jeff will Jeff loves Anpa Man. It was one of the first songs that he listened to and was like, oh man, I'm into this music. And it's never been one of my favorites until I see it live. And then when I see it live, I love it. And I think it's just the energy and the playfulness about it is so uh I don't know. It's just really contagious. I agree. Um that was that was fun to see it staged that way. Is somebody like eating candy in the back or what? What do we have? No, it's here? me. Sorry. I had a piece of plastic that I was like nervously wrapping around my finger like an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> At least my dogs aren't barking. Okay. <laughs> At least my dog's not breathing heavy in the background. That's quite a different podcast. Let me tell you. So. People listening are like, what's going on? <laughs> I think it's because I have my headphones on. I don't think anybody else can hear outside of my headphones. Oh, I the same <laughs> way, yeah. We can hear so. you. Okay, so what else? Did we forget anything? Oh, Jungkook flying through the air. We talked about that earlier. Um, okay, I want to hear about that from somebody that actually got to see it, because it was a ways yeah. away for me. Yeah. Okay, so I knew it was coming, and I was so nervous. <laughs> For anyone who's not familiar with me, I am a very intense Jungkook fan. I love him a lot. Yes. I talk about him a lot. Yes. And so I knew it was coming. (laughs) And I feel like that was one of those moments where I blacked out because I got so excited. I just like wasn't there anymore. It happened so fast that I couldn't even comprehend it. And then his back was to me for most of that experience, the way that, that it was set up. So I could see it, but I couldn't see his face. So the second night I was sitting on the opposite side of the stadium and I thought, great, I'll have a great view of him tonight and I won't let myself get overwhelmed and check out. Well, he didn't fly the second oh, it night was raining. because it was raining. Right. Yeah. So they had to ground him. <laughs> um, well, he's young enough to but- be grounded, so seriously oh god seriously so anyway yeah it was it was really cool but um I feel like I got a little cheated out of it the second night Um, but you had football but the first night oh yeah that's true we did have football we did get the football moment that was very exciting I've watched it many times on fan cams subsequently yeah that was I've watched it because of course we didn't get football our night but but we also mm-hmm. didn't get rain, so I think, I think it's a it was it was pretty miserable. I, yeah, the the rain was really really gross. But I learned my lesson the first night and dressed way more appropriately the second night. Good. So at least I at least I thought ahead once. <laughs> so do you think that the cold weather impacted their performance? I mean, obviously Jungkook couldn't fly, but right. What do you think about that? I think if anything, they worked. 30 times harder uh, to make up for the weather. That's how I felt anyway. I felt like they were so on and working so hard to make us feel like it was special that it was raining or it was special that it was cold (laughs) 
or they were like trying to connect with us over it. I don't know. To me, it felt like they were like, we're not going to let the weather ruin that this experience for the fans. So they did everything they could to, to like rise above the crappy conditions. So, so that we felt like it was special. So amazing. I agree. I, I will just tell you that my little mom heart hurt that no one put like at least suit jackets or anything on them. And they were in those thin shirts. And Jen even mentioned how much he hated being cold. And V, V was on the first night that we watched V, you could really tell that he was freezing. Yeah. And didn't he even say something like his mouth was frozen? He was doing his little closing remarks and he was like, okay, well, my mouth's frozen. So (laughs) yeah. And, but I'm gonna they quit. perked up once they got their sweatshirts on. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Once they got a little and warmer, I, they perked up. And I feel up. like they really worked through Oh, it. they did. They, they did yeah. a great I job. I never, if, if I hadn't been there and experienced the cold for myself, watching the videos again, I never would have guessed that they were uncomfortable or, or having to deal with less than ideal conditions. And the second night when it was raining, I was legitimately worried that somebody was going to fall because it was raining pretty hard and they still did the whole, I mean, aside from Jungkook flying, they danced everything just like they did the night before. I mean, and the, it looked, I mean, the stage was wet, so they, they definitely didn't uh, slow down because of the weather. That kind of amazes me that they're able, I mean, like. Because they do really intricate choreography, like one misstep, mm-hmm. you know, and somebody's gonna. Oh yeah. Get hurt. I mean, even when they do some of their choreography and it's not raining, it's true. they've like tripped before because it's so complex. I, I was very nervous. I mean, I. But nobody fell. I've tried it before. I've tried some of their choreography. Or I mean, you know, nothing major, like just you know being able to like maybe jumping jacks kind of thing or something, um, you know, mm-hmm. but. Um, I don't know how they do it, honestly. I can't even do the hand movements. But, oh, no, I couldn't even pretend to try. I can't even dab, and that's just all right. Arms. I can't hit that whoa as my daughter tries to teach me. Oh, I have heard that expression and do not know what oh, that means. Oh, it's like she, she laughs at me every time I try. So just your hands are out, and then you kind of bring them in, and I can't. All right, I'll just, you'll have to Google it, but. Yeah, I see it on BTS fan content and then I just go okay that's a thing that's a thing I don't know (laughs) there's a video of NCT doing it um some YouTuber like challenges them to a body roll contest I can't remember who it is but um anyway and they all he teaches them to hit the woe so hit the the woe that's right and I am googling that and now we are all hip and uh trendy and my daughter would probably like Roll her eyes. <laughs> I can see her doing that now. She would be mortified. <laughs> she would be. She'd be like, Mom, that's not how you say it even. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Um, so did you have any bias-wrecking moments or favorite moments? Uh, let <gasps> me tell you, I don't know where J-Hope came from, but he was in my line of vision all night. And I could not look away from him. And he, I mean, it was amazing. So I guess every concert, somebody's going to show up on my radar. And for Chicago, it was J-Hope. I was like, oh my gosh, you are like the best thing I've seen since chocolate cake. Mm-hmm. And just watching Same. him dance and listening to him sing, his intensity in person is just astounding. He's so commanding. He really is. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't look away. No. And in Just Dance, he has that whole group of dancers behind him who are incredible, amazing performers. But he's so magnetic. Yeah. He just, it's like he takes up so much more room than he physically takes he, up. Yes. Hundred percent. Yeah. He he owns he owns the stadium. I, I had the same thing written down, J Hope. Oh, really? But he's my he's like I, I go through this existential crisis constantly where I adore Jungkook and RM is my bias wrecker, but J-Hope is like my favorite member of BTS. <laughs> I'm, I'm borderline obsessed with him. And he is Jeff's bias also, just so everyone knows. But he definitely, I just, he owned the stage for me. I just couldn't, 
take my eyes off of him. I was, I'm always so drawn to him when he's watching, when I'm watching him live. I, I thought it was just me for, I mean, well, obviously it's thousands of other fangirls too, but I, that just hit mm-hmm. me like a rock. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Where have you been? Incredible. I mean, incredible. Yeah. That has been my experience with J-Hope and Suga in like every single time I go to a concert. So my very first concert I went, I didn't, uh, well, some people know this, but I don't have a bias. I don't have a K-drama actor bias and I don't have a BTS bias. I love them she all. claims them all. They are part of Yeah, I, I respect that deeply. <laughs> They're part of my menagerie. And so I, I, love I get to, you know, but I will say that when I first saw um it's because I saw Cypher um for my first concert and Cypher 4 and they were uh they just J-Hope and Sugar were so amazing and J-Hope you know like watching V Live or Bangtan Bombs or whatever he he's so goofy and you know but Mm -hmm. then you see him on stage and yeah like you said he just commands the stage it's amazing he definitely has two p- personas, no oh. pun intended, where it's like J-Hope in real life who's so warm and cuddly and fuzzy and funny and sweet and goofy. And then J-Hope on stage is just plain dangerous, like extremely intense. There. And he brings all of that lovely goofiness to the stage sometimes. But when he wants to just be a force of nature, he can be. Totally. He's he's so captivating. He is. It makes me wonder if, so just watching him, I can't even remember, it's one of those, um, like where they train future idols or something like that, one of those shows. Oh, and yeah. And he was like, he gave them pointers or whatever, and he was so professional and so focused. And I was like, okay, that's, maybe that's really him. And sort of the goofy persona yes. is, is the, you know, what we are supposed to see of him. A little bit of a performative quality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's incredible. Deep down, everyone loves J-Hope, even if they don't know it. That's the truth. (laughs) Even if they think he's not their bias, they're wrong. How can you Uh not? I mean, he's just... I know. (sighs) Okay. And he can really do anything. Okay, now I'm going to go off on my (laughs) J-Hope tangent propaganda, because I really do adore him. But he's such a good dancer. He's such a good rapper. He's such a good singer. I love his singing Amazing. Voice. He can do everything and he does it all really well. Not just he's good at it all. He's great at it. Yeah, he is a true renaissance man. Mm-hmm. In the, what's what's the French song that they sing? No, I was lost. Jamais vu. Jamais there vu. There you go. He really, like, I love how that showcases. Yes, I agree. Ah. Uh, that was a great uh, unit that I never would have right. put together really? in my own head. What a what a pleasant surprise! Well, they're probably one of the more versatile groups that will always be amazed when they mix a match. Isn't that amazing? Now, I mean, they've released so much music, and I still feel like I'm constantly surprised by them, and they're constantly changing and growing, and it's always different. I never know what to expect. I love yes. that too. So do I. Okay, ladies, anything else about the concert that stood out to you? It was just all wonderful. I don't know what to say. (laughs) It was great. I loved it. Uh, Yeah, It was just such a great overall experience. I'm a little annoyed that um, my phone died just as I got there. So I couldn't even actually, um, Megan and I have never met in person. And so we were, (laughs) no, (laughs) so we were going to meet and, um, I know. <laughs> so I was so disappointed. So my phone died. I could have gone to her section, but they changed section. So, um, well, and we were trying to figure out where the heck we were supposed to be sitting until right before the show started because it was a whole thing. It was a whole production. By the time we finally got seated, the show was about to start. And by the time I ch- kind of tried to get over to your section at the end, and it just took too long. And I think you guys were probably already out of there before. I made it, but trains passing in the night. And in a way, I'm I'm okay with that because you're kind of like this private friend inside my head because we yeah. we just <laughs> chat back and forth. I love it. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, meeting meeting in person would ruin the it's romance. It's so of true. It. We have this like epistolary <laughs> love. That just... She says that, but she was so upset when her phone died. She looked at me in complete horror and said, "Oh no, I can't tell her where we are. I we can't find her, and she just moved seats." Oh That's no, true. it was so tragic. It was tragic. It, it, was. It, it, it was very tragic. It could be, we could write a K drama about it. Tragic. Seriously, this is the stuff K dramas. I just made need out of. amnesia. We have the rain where I actually sick afterwards. So I mean, oh it no, really, it really could be. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that, but on my way in, I had issues with my ears. Um, they didn't clear coming down on the plane oh from the plane on the way back uh so it took how long did it take like, like a day and a half or something for them to kind of it clear was like up. two hours before the before the concert and we weren't sure that she was going to be decent for the concert right because i could because i, could, oh, I no. couldn't hear very well and then on the way back um i actually did damage to my eardrums so it was, <gasps> it was a little crazy and be- Oh, that's yeah. awful. So I, I did actually have some loss of hearing for a couple of like for a couple of days. Um, so that was, you know, well worth it to go see a BTS concert. Uh, we also but still you know, we also got rerouted from instead of coming back to New York, we had to go to Florida because we missed our flight because of um, apparently they were training new drug dogs at the at O'Hare. And so, oh, so you have to walk up two by two while the dogs um, come up behind you. But these were not well-trained drug dogs. And so, <laughs> so this lady in a wheelchair with, with her like tiny little foofy puppy, um, one of the dogs went over like wagging his tail and jumping up in the lady's Just wanted to yeah, hang out. Jumping up in the lady's lap. Um, so I was like, oh, my God, we're going to miss our flight. And sure enough, we did. So, um, oh, that stinks. Yeah, but anyway, we spent Mother's Day in Florida. Um, so worse things could happen. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true, especially after the weather exactly. you had in Chicago. Exactly. Uh, so, I spent Mother's Day in um, St. Louis. Oh, so that's right. That was, that, was, no. that was interesting on our way back to, to Oklahoma. Um, we had a bird strike. Before, oh we, not gosh. while we were on the plane. It was before we got on the plane. The on their way in, they had hit a bird, so they had to clear all, take care of all of that before they let us fly out. So luckily, oh man, I had booked my flight with a longer leg, uh, with a longer layover. But um, mm-hmm. but that was that was interesting. We didn't get home till almost midnight. We were some tired, oh my gosh. tired, tired people. Um, oh, and the turnaround after the concert was pretty quick for you guys, wasn't it? Yeah, and Jen, bless for her me, heart, for Jen sure. booked like a, a three o'clock in the morning flight home, not realizing. Ugh. So she could have stayed in bed longer if she had known that the yeah, airport right. was a mess. You were going to miss it anyway. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, we actually were, we were like, maybe we should just go again tonight. Uh, yes. We priced it out, but it was way too expensive. I, I, there was yeah. just no way I could justify that to change to change the flight, and then we actually looked at Newark for the following week because honestly, that's a lot closer for me. Um, right? But I think weren't tickets like nine hundred dollars or something for you? Oh, Lila? it was outrageous. There was no way that we would have been able to get there, and because um, I pulled my daughter out of school to go to Chicago. Yeah, it's educational. It is educational. These are the experiences she will remember her whole life. And, um, but one thing before um, we finish up is we're still talking about the concert. REM had everybody holding up their cell phones instead oh, yeah. of the light sticks. And that's right. I heard something somewhere that he was doing that because not everyone had a light stick. Some of us didn't have battery. Oh. So That's in order so for everyone to be able to take part, <laughs> you know, he's, uh, of course, in Korea, everybody would, would be savvy on the whole light stick thing. But here, you know, people may not have had that or, or known about it. I'm not oh sure, gosh. but he, that was, that was why he kept telling everyone to raise their phones. That's so sweet. And. It. I just that was probably one of the most considerate things that I think anyone could do. 
to, so that everyone could be a part. Oh, it, they're just so wonderful. Yeah, they really are. We could just talk about them all night. We could. I basically do anyway. And I'm, I'm home with my parents right now and I can hear my mom just being like so bored with me sometimes. <laughs> but I'm like, please let me talk about BTS. I really need to. We have in- so many feelings. In my family, I'm known for either talking about BTS or the work that I'm doing in my real world life, which is working with teachers from Cambodia. And so my kids will be, every time I open my mouth, they're like, hashtag BTS, hashtag Cambodia. <laughs> Isn't it great when your family truly knows it's you? It's so true. That's how I feel. It's like, eh, at least they put up with oh, me. So true. <laughs> So, so last night I was at a dance recital and how I got the tween girls to pay attention to me was they noticed that I was wearing a BTS lanyard and suddenly everything that I said must be followed to a T. Yes. Because they had an army mom on deck and they were going to do what they were supposed to. Finally, someone they could trust. That's That's right. right. That's right. You can always trust an army. (laughs) And on that note, Megan, thank you so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Thank you, it guys. It was so lovely. Yeah. Thank oh. you. Thank you so much. I'm I'm so happy to be able to talk about it because, like I said, I want to talk about it all the uh, time. <laughs> so do you want to tell our listeners where they can find you and, and Becca? Yes. My friend Becca and I have a podcast called Noonia Business. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, uh, YouTube, um, Stitcher. We're on a little bit of a hiatus right now, but we hope to be back soon. And um, yeah, we just talk about K-pop and K-dramas and all those other things we're all obsessed with. So Awesome. So go check them out. Definitely listen to the Boys Over Flowers one. And the the one where you, the first one that I ever listened to you to was when you uh, were talking about how Sugar always says his name. Um, oh, what do you I mean? love that one. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm so glad because after I said it I was like people are gonna think I'm nuts no that's whenever you became all of our friend because we like we're like we know her she 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 knows yeah I I have this um I want everyone if you're feeling nervous about something just be like sugar and whisper your name before you do something you're scared of because you'll suddenly feel like you're powerful or just when you do something cool, do something cool, whisper your name. Such great advice. Life advice right here. Yes. You can get it all from BTS. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us, especially for this crossover edition. We love blogging about Asian dramas and K-pop, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 